It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome again. You know what time it is. That's right. It is Smart Money Questions time. As you know, my name is Matt Hausman. Hope you guys are doing great. It's hard to believe that Labor Day is behind us. Fall is staring at us, which is probably my favorite time of the year. I'm a huge college football fan, pro football fan, and so we are starting that. And if you are a fan, especially college football, the Labor Day weekend had some phenomenal games if you got a chance to check those out, which hopefully you did, or at least you were out doing something that you wanted to do. Because it's kind of funny, on Saturday night, Maggie'd had enough of football, right? And I'd been watching it uh, for most of the day, and she was like, eh, okay, I'm going to go upstairs and watch a chick flick. But, um, but anyway, you guys know why I like to use this format. I like to take the different things, the questions that we get, the scenarios, client interaction, in the office, you know, on the phone, what have you, and be able to use this as a way to describe the different things that are happening people, uh, questions people are having and the answers and advice that we're giving them. And I'm really liking today, especially one particular topic, because it seems to come up many times throughout the year. So I think this will be, will be valuable for you. Now, as you're going through this, in the event something really strikes you and you'd like to have a personal conversation with me, please know you can do that. My online calendar is speakwithmat.com. Again, www speakwithmat.com. Go right there. You can schedule a phone call or a Zoom call or an in-person meeting should you be local here in the Metro Philly area. So before I jump into the questions, let's make sure that we deal with the disclaimer. Please don't take any of the information or ideas or suggestions that I offer in today's show as direct advice for you. Please use it as information and education that you then can discuss with your advisor. Now, if you don't have an advisor or you would like for us to be your advisor, I'm more than happy to have that conversation with you. And it's real simple. All you have to do is go to www.speakwithmat.com. That's www.speakwithmat.com. And my online scheduler is right there. You can go right in. You can schedule a 15 or 30 minute phone conversation. And quite frankly, at the end of that first call, we're going to have a good idea. Does it make sense to have a second conversation? So again, very low key, go right into the online scheduler. You don't even have to get on the phone with anyone to schedule this. So again, speakwithmat.com, www.speakwithmat.com and schedule it there. So, all right, let's go ahead and get on to today's show. All right, so the first question comes to us from Angie, and I've had a couple conversations like this over the course of the last, well, really since the pandemic began back in, you know, February, March of last year, and it's the idea of starting a business. So in this case, Angie is wanting to start a business in the baking and designing of custom wedding cakes. Well, we know those can be expensive. <laughs> Probably good margin there. And she's wanting to know, should I make an addition onto my home to give me the space to do this? And where should I take the money from? Should I take the money out of my IRAs or should I go get some type of a business loan to help with this? The first thing I would tell you, Angie, and this is for anyone that is considering this and where are we going to get the capital to start this business is 
taking money out, out of the IRAs, I would not recommend. Why? Because taxes are due and payable as soon as you take the money out. The other thing is, Angie, is I don't know how old you are. If you're under 59 and a half, there's going to be an additional 10% penalty to take monies out of those IRAs. So the first thing I would tell you is absolutely not. Do not look at taking money out of the IRAs as the in the capital that's going to be needed to start this business. Now, I have had some people contact me and actually had people in the office that had their business inside their IRA. Now, I would also not recommend doing that because the business in and of itself is going to give you certain tax advantages as you are growing it. But if it's inside the IRA, you are going to lose the tax advantage of when those profits come out. Why? Because everything that comes out of an IRA is taxed as ordinary income. So both of those situations, I personally would not recommend doing that. What I would be telling you to do, first of all, is when considering the business in and of itself and creating that, you want to be thinking about developing a business plan, understanding what the capital costs are, understanding what's going to be the marketing budget, what's the margins. In this case, with wedding cakes, what's the cost of goods? And then the company structure that you're looking to create and the taxes and the tax advantages that are around those. What does that mean? Well, you can be taxed as an S-corp, a C-corp, a partnership, a sole proprietorship. They're all going to have different opportunities, and you want to be looking at what those opportunities are to create the most tax advantage status for your business, especially when you are beginning. Now, with regards to developing that business plan and looking at the capital costs to start it, whatever that number is, you know, a lot of times they'll say, well, the, the business isn't going to be profitable for the first year. Well, Angie, it depends. Are you going to be the only person working? Maybe you hire an outside firm to do some marketing for you. And so maybe it's not going to take that. But you probably want to be looking at for the first six to 12 months is any profits that are coming is you want to be driving those those monies back into the development and the growth of the business. With regards to the capital needed, look at all of the other sources of capital that you might have access to. Well, you mentioned a home. What about home equity in the home? If you're looking to add an addition, are you looking to do like a cash out refi where you're going to use the home in and of itself to stand on its own and then pull cash out to go ahead and create that addition and maybe at the same time use part of that money for the capital outside of just the building that's going to be necessary to do the business. I would be looking at business loans um, and then any other accounts that you have, savings accounts, traditional investment brokerage accounts, what have you, as a way to do that. But understanding and developing a business plan is going to be essential to you being profitable. Because the one thing we want to be looking at, as Mr. Wonderful says, for all of you Shark Tank fans out there, is, Angie, is this just a hobby or are we being serious? That is critical to understanding and developing a business plan and then following through with that. So to go back to your first question, should I take money out of my IRAs to start my business? My answer is no, because of the taxes associated with those withdrawals. And then the secondary would be building a business plan, understanding all of the costs that are necessary. Hey, listen, the other thing I just thought about the, for the capital sources, we've heard numerous success stories. And of course, there are failures out there as well. 
But another place to go out and get get capital is through not just business loans, but the personal credit you might have. You know, that might be a personal line of credit. We mentioned about home equity line of credit. Could be credit cards. You know, the credit cards now over the course of the last 12 to 15 months are offering 0% interest on cash advances in some cases for 24 months. That's a 0% loan that you can grab right now. It's a collateral free loan outside of your, you know, your personal credit score. You want to make sure that you can maintain the payments, but there's not going to be any, in, any interest charged on that card for up to 24 months, which could give you a great head start in being able to establish and get the business up and running. So Angie, listen, if you have any questions that you want to go over with that, reach out to us. Um, I had, like I mentioned, I've spoke to numerous clients that are looking to start. It's almost like considering it a side hustle as a way to start and have additional revenues because we have really moved in quite rapidly into this virtual space where so much can be done at, at home. So uh, again, Angie, reach out to us either 610-719-3003 or just go to our online calendar, speakwithmatt.com. Again, www.speakwithmatt.com. All right, this next one I always love because I seem to get these type of questions numerous times throughout the year. And I recently was talking with a client and this came up. And the question was this, is that recently this client had read an article from the one and only Dave Ramsey. Most of you probably know who Dave Ramsey is. And I would categorize Dave Ramsey like with Susie Orman, all of these financial gurus that are out there offering information. And I'm not saying that all of their information is bad. I'm just saying that some of the information and the advice that they're giving, you really have to dive into. Now, this question came, and Dave's advice was to pay off all non-mortgage debt and have an emergency fund before investing in a company-sponsored retirement plan like a 401k even if there's a match. Now, listen, first of all, let's, let's dissect this. This is kind of general terms here, but usually that's the way Dave talks. It's very general, not very specific. First of all, should you have an emergency fund? Absolutely. And yes, I would recommend having that emergency fund before investing. Now, the emergency fund, people will say three to six months. I've got clients that have more than that. It really is a comfort level is what I tell people. But whatever your comfort level is, make sure that you have that emergency fund. By the way, where's it going to sit in a savings account? What's that earning? Negative nothing. So it's not for that. It's for exactly what it says it is, which is an emergency fund. If you're still working, you get laid off, what have you, you have the funds to be able to carry you for a certain period of time. Now, the next thing is, do I pay off all non-mortgage debt before investing in my 401k. You guys have heard me talk before, all debt is not created equal. Especially, now should you be paying off like high interest credit card debt? Like if you got a credit card at like 19.99%, should you be paying that off? Absolutely. But if you have a car loan like myself, where the interest rate is 2.9%, I have clients where the interest rate is 0.9%, that is a low interest, almost free money. Do I want to be concentrating on paying that off when 
I could put money into my 401k where the company match is 3 to 5% of my salary, where we're already in a positive arbitrage situation there. It is absolutely free money, and it's over and above the interest rate on my car loan. Or maybe there's, like I just got done mentioning, maybe you have a credit card that has a 0% interest on it, and you used it for some reason, who knows, but it's at 0%. Now, the reality is, when you get into the specifics, you have to make sure when you are incurring this debt that your cash flow can match the debt along with, in this case, if your company is offering a match and it's 3 to 5%, which is healthy, that is free money. And so if you have your emergency fund taken care of, I would advise, now this is where you have to do some personal accountability and do some personal budgeting, but if you can support that car payment, and it's at 0.9, or in my case, a used car at 2.9% financing. So I'll use myself as an example. We have, I have a car loan, 2.9%. We have a company 401k here. It's an automatic match of 3%. Am I concentrating on paying that, that car off early just so I can not invest in the 401k? Absolutely not. It doesn't make sense. Now, the reality was when I went into it, I budgeted out, can I afford this car even at that 2.9%? The reality was, yes. Is it going to discourage me from investing into the 401k? In Maggie Nice case, maxing out that 401k. No, it's not going to discourage that. But I'm not going to all of a sudden redirect other monies just to pay off that car loan when I'm getting a healthy match over here. The other thing to consider there is what is that match going to add to over the course of time? If you are younger and you are investing in the company retirement plan that you have where you work, or in our case, you know, we're self-employed, but we still established one, what is that free money going to account to? Three, five, eight times over the course of a 20, 30-year career of investing? How much greater is that going to be where if I had redirected money to pay off this loan, this non-mortgage-related loan, I would have lost out on the growth of that free money. So to go back, all non-mortgage-related debt along with an emergency fund should be paid off completely before investing. I really would challenge you to look at First of all, how much debt do you have? I'm not encouraging people to go out there and get crazy, stupid debt. We want to obviously maintain debt, but at the same time, there's certain good debt versus bad debt. It's kind of like mortgages right now. We have some you know, numerous clients over the course of the last 15, 16 months that have either refied, bought, and sold, what have you. And in talking with a lot of them, I mean, I was talking with a client two weeks ago and paying no points, the rate is two and five eighths. I mean, that's free money. So I'm like, get as much as you can, if you can afford it. So again, the general statements that come out of a lot of these financial gurus, I think if you're looking at your personal situation, then you want to analyze, in other words, go through your balance sheet, your personal balance sheet and see. And now again, if you have high credit card debt, if you have high personal loan debt, what ha if you have a high car rate loan, I am not suggesting that you defer money into investments and not take care of that. Because again, if you're paying 15, 18, 20, 22%, that's just ridiculous. So make sure you do take care of that. And once you get out of it, I would highly encourage never to fall into it again. 
So, and that goes actually to the 0% interest cards that I see all the time. You want to look, if you, you know, if you don't pay that off, first of all, are they hitting you with a retroactive interest rate all the way back to the beginning? So make sure that you're really looking at that. But if you do have low interest loans and you have done the budgeting and your cash flow can support that along with the opportunities that are made available to you, in this case, the 401k and a company match, make sure that you are taking advantage of it. So if you have questions about that, if you want us to help you with your personal situation, reach out to us, speakwithmatt.com. Again, www.speakwithmatt.com or pick the phone up, 610-719-3003. Listen, everyone, that's all I have for you today. Hopefully it has been helpful. And if you want to address a question or scenario that you have on our show, simply email us at info at smartmoneyquestions.com or go to smartmoneyquestions.com. There's a place right there. Ask Matt a question comes in. Boom. You can either leave a voicemail recorded or simply email us. So listen, everyone, that's all I've got for today. Hopefully it's been valuable and we will talk to you soon. Take care.